You knew what you were getting into when you called me November 5th, 1995 as an 18-year-old high school dropout on drugs. You knew what you were getting into when you called Des, when you called Daryl, when you called everyone here today. And you were not running from us. You were running to us. And all that you asked in response is that we would respond. That's all that you asked is that we would ask you to be in our lives for surrender, to do what you made us for. And now every breath belongs to you, Jesus. May we never assume that this is based on our works, based on our abilities, may we always realize that it started with grace, it's maintained with grace, and until the day we see you face to face, it's always grace. And so, Lord, I pray that you empower us, encourage us, strengthen us in this service to be filled up, to pour ourselves out to the world around us. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Can you bless the Lord if you love him? I know that you do. You may be seated. I'll be inviting our guest speaker up here in just a moment, but I want to do a few things just to encourage you. Uh, number one, thank you for your prayers for my wife and I. We did suffer our second miscarriage. I know it is so sad. My, my heart is disappointed, but I am not discouraged. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So thank you. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your love. We don't know what's going on physically. We know um, in the natural there's a percentage that goes up with miscarriages as you get older. My wife had never suffered them before. Many of you have been sharing stories with her and with me. We thank you for that. Also, let me just say that we have never, um, ever, 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 ever felt like we weren't loved to the a millionth degree in this church. And in, during times like this, you guys just go over the top. We've been receiving meals and flowers and thank yous, I mean, a, a prayer request and texts, and we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's where um, if you ever see me backslide as a pastor and say, my church didn't love me, you could just be like, I know that's a lie. Metro Praise International definitely loved the White Rossics. There is, there is no book coming out saying the hurts of a pastor at Metro Praise. There was, there is, I feel, I mean, listen to me. I know my friends, they have been hurt. I know they have gone through church hurt. But that, that, that is something I could never say. Are you guys listening to me? I mean, I, we are spurled. We're not just spoiled. We are spurled. Okay, that's how they used to say it in the South, man. We are spurled. We have been so loved and cared for. We, we are just grateful. And we we are believing God to, to do what only he can do and to produce life in the womb should that be his will for us now moving forward. Amen? But I will tell you this. I will keep practicing, and I will not do anything to prevent it, okay? So uh, just, just pray for us and, and see what the Lord has. I always said to my wife, are you ready to go for a dozen? And she said she was, and we've always left that on the table. So thank you for that. And then um, the next order of business that I wanted to share with you is that we are soon coming into the season of going to war like the kings of Israel used to go to war. There was a season of war, and that is going out evangelizing, preaching the gospel, being on the streets like never before. The weather is going to be changing. The events are going to be coming. All that you have loved about MPI is going to be multiplying, and I don't want you to say that we burned you out, but I want to give you opportunities to burn up for Jesus. 
So make sure you look at the evangelism schedules, talk to your life group leaders, and get connected to all that God is doing this year. Give your free time to the Lord because the Bible says that when you sow that seed, you will reap a harvest, and those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Amen? So I just want to speak that over you because I am so excited looking at the things that we have planned for the spring and the summer. And already you can see in the winter we've been faithful in 2023 and, and God's been using the various ministries. And so uh, thank you for your faithfulness in that. But I just wanted to prepare you for it because there is just a, a kicking it into fifth gear as that weather changes. You know what I'm talking about. And I'm looking towards the future of, 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 of Boricua Fest and Lollapalooza and all of these things. And so uh, we're going to be faithful to that. And I, and I talked to our life group leaders and I said, how can we ensure that we at least get half of the group or, or close to that every time we do it? So I'd like to see 50 at least in all of these outreaches now moving forward. Amen. I would like to see that because if we're a church of 200 plus, and if you look at, you know, we divide up the two life groups, so that would be 100 and 100. And if they're being assigned to different things, and if, if, if just half of them came on the time they're signed, that's how many? That's 50 people. Amen. So I just want to see us continue to grow in that because as others, as, as Brother Wayman and others have said, man, they love us as a church for doing those things. It doesn't happen by accident. It happens by our church planning it out, setting that standard, and you guys going out there being willing to do that. Amen? And so I uh, just want to encourage you. Thank you for your prayers for our family. And now as we get ready to introduce to you the man of God of faith and power for the hour, Metro Praise, would you put your hands together and help me welcome Wayman Dodson! <laughs> this is a mighty man of God. Would you put up a picture of him somewhere preaching the gospel? This brother is a mighty evangelist. You've heard him already in the church as we've had him pray for us. We've met him by him coming to our outreach and him telling me his calling, which is to do big event evangelism in Chicago over the next year. So I want you guys to pray for him and to support him. And then at the end, we're going to tell you as a way to sow some seed because God has told us to partner with him with this very important outreach that he'll be doing, I believe, in Honduras, correct? All right, awesome. Do you need me to turn this on for you here? All right. You need me to hold it for you too? Yeah, yeah thank you. Because I could just stay up here the whole service. Love you. Come on. Hey, amen, amen. I want to say it's an honor to be uh, here in, your, in the church here. And, and uh, thank you, Pastor Joe, and to your wife. And, and uh, we just want to let you know, sister, that we love you. Um, and uh, man, you know what? You know, the enemy attacks us, he attacks all of us, right? But we cannot, we cannot stay down. Amen? And, uh, but man, I just want to encourage you in this hour. Yeah, we're about to go and do five cities uh, in the next 10 days. Josh is uh, with me here. Uh, he's going with me and uh, going to be preaching. And in the future, I want to make that door available for you guys. You know, and if you feel called to uh, the nations, I want you to pray about coming with us on a trip in the future, amen? And uh, you got to have a passport and all that stuff, but, uh, you know, God will make it. God will make a way, amen? And uh, so this morning, if you have your Bibles, I want to ask you to turn to Ephesians chapter 6, amen? And, uh, man, but yesterday I was just thinking about, we were at a table and everybody was talking about testimonies and I was just thinking about how powerful it is when Jesus... Uh, sets us free. That was in uh, Nicaragua, I think, a year or two ago. 
um, you know, and we had an awesome, that actually was in the rain, by the way, when we, when we, Joshua was with me, um, we went there and there was one lady with an umbrella when we started and I said, Lord Jesus, and we had spent almost $80,000 to do this event and it was just raining, raining, raining. And so when we first got there, literally, I mean, there was one woman, an older lady uh, with an umbrella. And as you can see, as we just continued to do the event, God just made a way and people started, buses came in. You can see all these buses back here uh, just came in. And man, we saw many, many people get saved, many people get healed. Amen. And that's kind of way that God uses us. And we believe that God's going to do that in Chicago. Amen. Well, we believe it's going to happen across neighborhoods and little villages across Chicago. Amen. And uh, yeah, so, but I was thinking about, I was thinking about how I used to be a meth addict. I, I, believe it or not, I used to be 100 pounds. And it's hard to believe, right? But the reality is, is man, I was, I was, I had demons. I was a mess. And I, man, Jesus came into my life and set me free by the preaching of the gospel. Amen? Like, how will they hear unless unless someone is sent and preaches the gospel? Amen? So what you guys are doing is so powerful, and it changes the dynamic of this city. It changes generations. It changes families. Amen? And, uh, man, I just, I just want to say that I'm thankful that I'm saved today. I literally just want to just acknowledge that it's awesome to be saved. It's awesome to be washed by the blood. Amen. It's awesome to be set free like our sister was singing up here earlier. I want to tell you, my God, it's awesome. It is awesome to be set free. David said, I was excited when, it, when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. Because there is freedom, there is power, there is deliverance in the house of the Lord. Amen. I get a little loud, amen. I get excited. But man, I man, I was a mess, guys. And Jesus set me free. I was like that guy that Jesus met out there that had the demons all over him. And and, and they begged him not to, to torture him and, and asked to be put into the swine, or Jesus sent him into the swine. You know, I, I was that guy that had legions. I was a mess in and out of jail. In and out of jail, in and out of all kind of mess. And Jesus, I was homeless. People ran from me. My own family would run from me because they didn't want to deal with me. So I'm telling you, that's the power of the gospel. Do any of you remember where you were? Do any of you remember how Jesus set you free? Amen? There is hope for Chicago and the hope is not another election. The hope is Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you. Continue to preach the gospel. Amen. Continue to go out and kick the enemy's butt. Amen. You were called to destroy darkness. Because Jesus was created. He, he, he came to destroy darkness. Jesus wasn't created. But I want to make that clear. But he, he was called to destroy darkness. Amen. So if you have Ephesians chapter 6, I want to encourage you. I'm going to read this, uh, this whole passage here, 10 to 18, if you could put it up here. 
Amen. The armor of God. Amen. I believe it's a time of great battle, a a time of great war right now where we are. It is time to have the right armor on. If you do not have the armor on, you will be taken out in this hour. I'm telling you, you are special ops. You were called for such a time as this. Like you are not a mistake. You are not, Jesus didn't just have you for just for some giggles. No, you were created to destroy the works of darkness. You were created in the image of God. You were created in Christ Jesus. Amen. Like you are free, you are holy because of the blood of Jesus. You were made innocent and righteous by the blood of the Lamb. Come on. He knew you. He knew you before you were even in your mother's womb. I created you. He says he he created us for a plan and a purpose. A good plan. A good purpose. You're not just some poor immigrant. You're not just some, some half uh, uh, person. No, you are a king. You are a priest. Your destiny has been brought to America. You, you might be, have come from the south or the north or the west or wherever you came. But Jesus has brought you here to bring revival to this land. To bring transformation to this nation. No, make no mistakes. You are in the plan of God. Make no mistakes. Don't wonder, oh, am I doing the Lord's will? You know, or I'm in the, am I in the right place? No, I want to tell you, you are in God's will. You are a king and a priest, a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. Like, like the guy told Esther, you have been created for such a time as this. I'm telling you, you're not, you're not a mistake. So we want to go to Ephesians 6 um, and 6, uh, 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that, it, that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes or plots or tricks. For our struggle, our warfare is not against flesh and blood but against rulers, against authorities, against powers of this dark world and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Therefore, put on what? The full armor of God. Amen. So that when the day of evil comes, because it will come, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around you, around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted or shod or shoes with the readiness of of the gospel that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish or put out. Like a, like a fire, that right there, that's powerful. You can extinguish all the flaming arrows. And that word extinguish is just like in the, in the original text. It means like a, a fire uh, hydrant, a fire thing back there. And you, you, you take it and crack that thing open. You, if you imagine, you punch that glass back there and just pull that thing out. And there's a fire right here. And you just start spraying it and you smother that fire out. 
That's what your shield of faith will do. Amen? Amen. And uh, distinguish the arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation, which is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Praying in the Spirit on all occasions. But today, my God, I felt the Lord for me to focus on the shield of faith. The shield of faith. You know, the shield of faith, like faith is, they say, is the currency in the kingdom. You know, uh, it's a key in the kingdom of God. Like to operate in many things, you got to have faith. You know, James says faith without works is what? dead and we know have you ever been around a dead corpse a cat on the road or a body or whatever it begins to bloat and 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 pus comes out and it begins to stink man some churches you go into you can smell it their faith is not alive but i want to tell you god has called you to have an alive faith a moving faith. Exercise your faith. And the more you exercise it, the more you get stronger. Amen? So I want to encourage you. Man, have that body armor on. When you go out into the battlefield, which is every day, I want to encourage you to have that shield. It says, take the shield of faith. It says, above all, in the King James, or in every situation, Take the shield of faith, which will enable you to, to put out every fiery dart. Because I want to tell you, they come. Tragedy will come. People will talk about you. You will get offended. And if you're not careful, if you don't give that thing to Jesus, I'm telling you that fire will spread. And that ain't the fire of God that I'm talking about. This is the wrong fire. Man, it will begin to eat your heart. And man, I want to encourage you in this hour to take that shield of faith in this hour. I want to ask you to turn to Genesis 15.1. Most of you probably know that scripture. It's a powerful scripture. It says, after this, the word of the Lord came to Abraham. Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield. Amen. The Lord is your shield and your buckler and your great reward. Amen. I wanted to de declare over you that God is your shield, but you got to have that shield on, that shield of faith, right? Faith comes by what? Hearing and by hearing what? The word of God. Amen. And faith is what? The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen, right? Are y'all getting me? You got to take the shield in this hour, guys. I'm telling you, there's destiny in you, sister. Like you're going to go to the nations, but you got to have that shield of faith active in this hour. You know what the word shield means in the Greek? It actually means door. It's a door or a porta. Well, in Spanish, you can look that up, Brother Joe and Strong's. Check me out. It, I know he is, right? And he's going to hold me accountable, praise God. Amen. But it means in, in the shape of a door. I thought that was so interesting. Because your faith is a door to your destiny. Come on, listen to me, preacher. You got to believe it to see it. You got to believe it to see it. I want to encourage you in this hour to take that shield of faith that's going to allow you to walk into your destiny, to walk into your purpose. What If it's the nations or if it's, if it's right here, wherever God has you, 
you got to keep that shield of faith up. Amen. You got to keep that shield of faith up in this hour. The Bible says you must walk by what? Faith and not by sight. You got to walk by what? Faith and not by sight. We walk believing that God is going to bring bring us through. We don't walk doubting. We walk believing that God's going to show up. God's going to provide. That God's going to make a way. You don't walk doubting. You walk believing. Amen? Come on, somebody. Woo! Come on. You got to get that shield of faith up. I'm telling you. It don't matter your age, mama. Look at me. It don't matter your age. Do you know that some of the most people that were used by God were older people? I'm telling you, I believe there's going to be a a revival, a reformation in the elderly. They're not going to go out in in old folks' homes. They're going to go out with revival. They're going to go out with glory. They're going to go out healing the sick, raising the dead, changing nations. Like Elijah or Ezekiel and all these mighty men and women of God like Esther. Amen. Like Rahab. You got to know your moment. Rahab discerned the moment she was in. I want to tell you, you're in a moment of history right now. You better recognize where you're at. Rahab was on the other side of the enemy. But she recognized there was something different about Israel. She went from prostitute to promotion. She went, amen? Come on. I want to tell you, recognize the moment that you're in. Take up this shield of faith. Man, if you're getting hit with fiery darts, I want to tell you probably right where you're supposed to be. Amen. If there's attacks on your life, don't question, oh, am I in the right place? No, you're in the battle zone. You're right in the heart of the enemy. Amen. I want to encourage you. Don't give up. Rise up, man or woman of God, for it is your time and it is your season. Amen. Man, I'm telling you, we got to get battle ready because it is a time to be militant. It's not a time to be half-hearted or half-full. No, the Holy Ghost fills us up all the way so that we're uh, overflowing in Jesus' name. And get this, the shield is the door, but who is the door? Jesus. Jesus is the door. Amen. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. Amen. And I'm just, I'm just thankful that Jesus has set me free and all of you guys uh, free in the name of Jesus. But I want to tell you, faith will move mountains. And some of you today are facing great mountains. Some of you right now are facing great trials. Some of you are like Moses before the Red Sea. And you you see your enemy coming behind you. And you don't know how it's going to happen. Well, I want to tell you today is the day of salvation. Amen. I want to tell you today, Jesus is the way. Jesus is our hope. Jesus is the one that's going to part the seas. Amen. Some of you are facing great things, and by faith we can move mountains. Amen. Will you agree with me today that mountains will be moved in your life in Jesus' name? Come on. Hebrews eleven twenty nine. It says, by faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry ground. Think about that. 
My God, can you imagine if you're out there at the lake, Lake Michigan? My God, they walk right over it. I'm telling you, with, with men, it's impossible. But with God, but with God, all things are possible. I'm telling you. And guys, I want to tell you, I'm not somebody in here that's just coming up with a good word. I want to tell you, I'm living it. I'm walking it. God has called us not just to be good speakers in this hour, but God has called us to be special ops to go after it. I'm telling you, like God has called you. You're not just called to come into the house of the Lord for your own conscience. No, you're called to be discipled and equipped and, and to change the planet. That's why the presence of God is in you. Because you're called to change the world. Proverbs 30 verse 5, it says, Every word of God is pure. And he is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Joe, put your trust in him like you've been doing. He is your shield. He is the shield of your family. My God, today, no matter what the enemy comes at this church, it has the shield of God raised up in the name of Jesus. Amen? Putting out every fiery dart of the enemy, every attack of the evil one, it puts it out. It extinguishes it out. Psalms 84, 9 says, Behold our God, our shield. Come on. Psalms 3, 3 says, But the Lord, O Lord, are, you are thou our shield. Psalms 91, 4 says, His truth shall be my shield and my buckler. This morning I want to tell you that God loves you today. And I want to encourage you to activate that shield because you have it. You just have to activate it. You have to exercise your faith in this hour. It's a time to move these mountains. It's a time to walk over the sea that you may be facing. It's a time. Listen, I want to tell you, men have, have held the mouths of lions shut. The Bible says in Hebrews, by faith, Daniel all night long was in a pen with lions. My God, and not one of them bit him. I want to tell you, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into the fiery furnace. The men who threw them in were burnt up, but not a hair on their body was singed. I want to tell you, my God, faith is powerful in this hour. David was told to put on some armor that wasn't his. But by faith, he went down the hill and stepped into the valley with Goliath. I want to tell you, in this hour, you might be facing Goliath. But if you will trust in the Lord, my God, will you trust in the Lord? Will you sling those stones in this hour? Esther to went by faith and stood before the king not knowing if it was going to cost her life. But she trusted that God had called her for such a time as this. My God, will you move by faith today and step into your destiny? Because you are a king. You are a priest, a princess, a queen of heaven. 
God has called you for such a time as this. You are royalty. You have the blood of Jesus in your veins. My God, he died for us. Amen. He died for us to be victorious. Men conquered kingdoms, the Bible said, by faith. Men raised, women saw the dead raised because of faith. The Bible says all things are possible to those who believe. I remember when I was walking down a prison, a prison yard at 17, and I heard God tell me that I was going to go to the nations and preach the gospel. I'd just been given a five-year sentence in a prison cell for, at 17 years old in a maximum security prison in the state of South Carolina. And I heard the voice of God said, I've called you to preach the gospel to the nations. I'd never even heard that kind of language before. Never have heard anybody talk like that before. And I want to tell you, if you will believe today, if you will believe, God will take you places you never dreamed. You will visit lands. You will stand before kings. You will stand before leaders and declare the glory of God to the nations. Amen. Your, 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 where you came from is not your real identity anymore. What you've been through is not your identity. What you failed in was not your identity. I want to tell you, this is your identity now. You are a king, a priest, because of Jesus. Amen? This, hey, your license is not your, your identity really anymore. I'm telling you, this is your license from heaven. My God, you're a son and a daughter of the living God. Come on. I know, I know I'm, I'm a southern boy. I got some of this southern preaching, but my heart is to share you, to share the truth with you today. This could be the last time I ever see you. You never know. And I want to tell you that there is life in Jesus. Vida in Jesus, in Jesus. Amen. There is life, fuego, fire. In Christ, all life is in him. Jesus does not want you to, Jesus never designed you to be depressed, to live a life of sin, to live a life of hatred or offense towards others. Jesus doesn't want you having panic attacks. Jesus doesn't want you having anxiety, having wrong thoughts towards people. Jesus created you in Christ for good works. Man, when I got hit with that revelation, my whole life changed. I thought I could almost be good, but not good. But you've been created in Christ for what? Good works, not bad works. Come on. Man, my God, hallelujah, I'm telling you. You are clean in Christ by faith in him, not by works. Amen? I want to ask you to stand today. I want to ask the worship team to come on up. We're just going to let God have his way. Let God have his way. And today, if you're facing a mountain, if you're facing something in your life that you need deliverance, you need freedom, financial freedom, if you need deliverance from, from depression or headaches 
Or if you got an issue in your back or your leg or whatever, maybe you're facing an ocean like Moses, you know, I want to encourage you by faith today, pick up that shield of faith. Come by faith today. Come forward by faith today. Maybe you haven't really been living the life. Maybe you just come to church and you've not been on fire. I want to tell you, God created you to be a star. The Bible says in Daniel 12, 3, those who are wise will shine like stars. Amen? If you're not shining, you're not fully living. Amen? If you're not loving, you're not living. God created you to burn, man. I'm telling you, the fire shall burn on the altar day and night. And not just an altar in the house of God. He wants your heart to burn. He wants his altar to be in your heart. Come on. Come on. I'm telling you, you were created to be on fire. You were created to be different. You were created to be loud, to be joyful, to break out and praise in the middle of McDonald's, in the middle of Walmart, to jump up and down and to be excited. You carry something different. You have a different DNA. My God. And if you need something today, if you need breakthrough in this hour, I want to encourage you to come. Come as we go into praise and worship. And if there's anybody in the house of God today that would like to fully give your life to Jesus, and you said, man, I, I know a lot about God, but I don't know him personally. And I really want to give my life to him. I'm tired of being depressed. I'm tired of being in the struggle of addiction. Because the Bible says this in 618 of Romans. It says, you no longer are slaves to sin, but you're slaves to righteousness. You're not called to be a slave to anger or a slave to depression. No, you're a slave to righteousness. Come on. Is there anybody in here today that said, I give my life to Jesus? I want to give my life to Jesus. Is there anybody in here? Would you raise your hand? Is there anybody in here today? Come forward, brother. In Jesus' name. Come on. Anybody else? Anybody else today? If you need prayer, if you need healing, if you need deliverance, come as we go into worship.
gospel dying be forgotten as long as you get the glow come on you guys sing Gospel, whoa, 
guys, we're going to pray for Pastor Joe and his wife. Would everybody just come and let's just, if you can't, everybody can't probably touch him. But uh, we're just going to circle around and we're going to huddle him like a football game. Come on. Amen. We love these mighty people of God, these gatekeepers of the city of Chicago. Father, we thank you for the apostolic call upon their life. Mm. Jesus. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She's coming. Rababa. Just begin to pray in the spirit. You know, when the church prayed for Peter, prison's doors were open. Prison doors are opening. Hey, mountains are being moved. Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh God, oh God, Jesus, hallelujah. We find her? Huh? All right, there's that beautiful woman. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh yeah, that's all right. There she is. Amen, amen, amen. All right, she was working. Amen. Father, we thank you for this couple. Lord, we thank you for this unit. They have become one. Lord, they're one in your sight, God. We thank you for the for just the world that they're changing, God, through their lives laid down, God. And Lord, we thank you for their children. We thank you, God. And Lord, we just know that no weapon formed against them shall prosper in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, God, for your love. God, your love that is greater than anything, God. We declare that many waters cannot quench your love. Father, we thank you that they carry your love. God, that love is stronger than death even, God. We declare it in the name of Jesus. We declare that by your stripes they are healed, God. I know that they just believe. They're radical believers, God. Lord, we just thank you for their life, God. We declare the shield of faith over this house, oh God, that would quench or put out every fiery dart of the enemy towards this house. We declare destiny and purpose over this house today in the name of Jesus, over their children. We claim the blood over their children today, God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. And the plans that you have for them are for good, God. We declare it. We decree it. You said if we decree a thing, it shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, y'all give them some loves. Come on. Amen. Why don't you grab a seat for the preacher right here? Get him some water, please. A seat and some water. We're just going to have him linger up here. We have plenty of time to do what we have to do here next. What a powerful word. 
I'm just so encouraged by that. Thank you, man of God. Thank you. Yeah, grab a seat, my brother. Relax. Yeah, we're going to make it like this for a minute. Hallelujah. He's got his stool there. You guys can grab me a seat as well. Uh, thank you. What we want to do is get as much as we can for him while he's here. Thank you, sir. Um, first thing is he needs, what, 40000 to go where you need to go? It is. Do you want us to stop recording? Okay, can you guys stop going live? Thank you. We love you all. Come to second service. We're going to sow seeds.